Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now it's time for a brand new episode of The Blackout, brought to you by Super Team Media. Once again, this is Thomas Black here for another episode of the podcast that I will use to take you through the biggest moments and the best teams and the biggest games of college football on the way to the college football playoff. We're coming off an extremely important week 10 in which we saw a lot of big games, including two top 10 matchups as teams fought for positioning for the college football playoff, including a couple of teams that fell out of contention. And man, oh man, do I believe as we head into week 11, I think it certainly looks like there are three teams in the country that are separating themselves from the pack and looking like they are playing the most quality football of any teams in the entire country. Of course, you know one of those is number one Alabama coming off a 29-0 victory over number three LSU. Second to them, it comes to no surprise to any of you listening to this podcast, it's the team that's ranked number two in the country, it's the Clemson Tigers. Clemson has really hit its stride and is playing its best football of the season right now and will continue to look to improve as it closes out the last few weeks of the season. And lastly, what I believe is the third best team in the country right now is the Michigan Wolverines. They're coming off a completely dominating win over Penn State, 42-7. Michigan has the top defense in the country, and they've been completely dominant on that side of the ball in the last few weeks. I know that the Wolverines don't boast the same offensive firepower that Alabama and Clemson do, but the boost they've received from Shea Patterson being inserted into this offense as the starting quarterback has really helped them along, and they continue to get better and better offensively as the season goes on. And as of today, I feel pretty confident in telling you that I believe the national champion will come from one of these three teams. I know there's still a long way to go. Injuries can happen. Some other teams could really start playing a lot better football. But right now, I do believe these teams have clearly separated themselves from the pack and certainly look like the best three teams in America. Now let's get back to some more specifics of what we saw from Week 10. I told you on last week's episode, I thought there was one game that acted as an elimination game for the college football playoff. Beyond that, with a lot of competition heading into the weekend for some of the top teams in America, I thought there would be some more teams that would drop from contention for the playoff. 
As it turns out, after last weekend's games, I believe there are nine teams still alive for the race for the college football playoff. Two short of the 11 I said there were last week. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know exactly which games I'm talking about. First, it was number nine, Kentucky, falling to number six, Georgia, 34-17. Then, late Saturday night, it was number three, LSU, falling, getting shut out, completely dominated, to number one, Alabama, 29-0. And if you're wanting to keep track with me, the nine teams I'm saying are left remaining that can make the college football playoff and have a chance at the national championship, you, of course, start at the top with the three undefeated teams ranked in the top three in the country. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Clemson. Number three, Notre Dame. Then you have to follow that up with the six power five one-loss teams remaining. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Georgia. Number six, Oklahoma. Number eight, Washington State. Number nine, West Virginia. And number 10, Ohio State. These are the teams that still find themselves either in a very, very good position or still have a puncher's chance to make the college football playoff. And no, UCF fans, I'm not including your undefeated Knights. Just go back and look at that performance last week in Squeaking by Temple, in which UCF gave up 670 yards last Thursday night in their win over the Owls. That team doesn't have a chance. Now it's time for... The very best moments we saw from true playoff contenders this past weekend in the game of college football. And first up, I've got Shea Patterson's 23-yard touchdown pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones in a dominant victory for the Michigan Wolverines over the Penn State Nittany Lions. Patterson flushed, looks to the end zone, touchdown, Donovan Peoples-Jones. And that was Chris Fowler on the call for ESPN as Patterson's touchdown pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones put Michigan ahead 14-0 in the second quarter against Penn State on their way to an easy, easy 42-7 dominant performance over the Nittany Lions. And it's the consistent performances like this that we've seen from Michigan that have led me to believe that they are right now the third best team in America. I don't care that they're ranked fourth. I don't care that they lost to Notre Dame, who's ranked ahead of them. Right now, I think Michigan is the third best team in the country. And if they met the Fighting Irish again today, I think Michigan wins that game by at least 10 points. And you can really point to the last three games as to why I believe Michigan is playing some of the highest quality football in the entire country. They've done it against teams the last few years that would have definitely given them trouble, and teams that, frankly, Michigan's had a hard time beating the last few years. Four weeks ago, it was their home win against Wisconsin when they were ranked 15th in the country, beating the Badgers 38-13. Then it was a road game at Michigan State in which they won 21-7, but it's not just the fact that they won the game by 14 points, it's the fact that the game was completely dominant. Michigan State had less than 100 yards in that entire game scoring their only touchdown off of a Michigan turnover. And now to do it again in completely dominating fashion against a Penn State team that's been pretty good this year, 42-7, holding Penn State to under 200 yards of offense, this Michigan team is playing some really, really good football right now. 
And it's why I think you have to look at this team as the favorite to come out of the Big Ten right now. I know that final game of the season is going to be tricky going to Columbus, Ohio and facing the Buckeyes on the road. But right now, I think that Michigan is just flat out a better team than Ohio State is. And it's why I believe you'll see the maize and blue sitting in the college football playoff at season's end. Next up, I have the moment when Alabama gained complete control against LSU over the weekend in Death Valley. Nagavalola steps up, fires to the end zone. Got it! Irv Smith for the touchdown. And that was Brad Nessler on the call for CBS as Tua Tungavaloa threw a 25-yard touchdown pass to Irv Smith late in the first half to put Alabama ahead 16-0 on LSU. I know Alabama had controlled virtually the entire game, but LSU had at least stayed relatively close in the game, trailing only 9-0 late in the first half. But it was when LSU got the ball back deep in their own territory at their own four-yard line with just about three and a half minutes to go in the first half, going three and out and having to punt only using a minute and a half of the clock. That set up Alabama to pull away for the easy victory, 29-0. And the other thing I take away from this Alabama team is not only is this the best offensive team we've ever seen Alabama have, and how they're so dominant with Tua Tungavaloa in the passing game, in addition to what they do with Damian Harris and their other dominant running backs. It's the fact that their defense seemingly has taken a big step in the last couple of weeks. Alabama's defense completely shut down LSU in this game. And it's the fact that what people have been saying about this Alabama team is that while the offense has been elite and unstoppable, at least Alabama's defense hadn't been that good so far in the early going of the season. But I believe what we saw this past weekend really indicates that this Alabama defense is rounding into form, showing signs of what they typically do year to year under Nick Saban. They are very elite, they've got an awful lot of talent, and they, I think, are playing their very best football of the season right now on the defensive side of the ball. And it's why they will remain a heavy, heavy favorite to win another national championship under Nick Saban. And now that brings me to the very best moment of what we saw this entire past weekend in week 10 of the college football season among true playoff contenders. Snaps it anyway. Greer lobs it in the In the gun, Greer, quarterback run, Greer, he got it, touchdown, two-point conversion for West Virginia. And that was Gus Johnson with another great call on Fox as West Virginia scored the touchdown and two-point conversion to put them ahead on the road at Texas by one, 42-41 for the win with only 16 seconds remaining. And if you didn't see that one live, you have got to go back and look at it. What a beautiful pass from Will Greer all the way to the very back of the end zone for a 25-yard touchdown pass to Gary Jennings as he was streaking full speed and got one foot down at the very back end of the end zone for the touchdown. And of course, you can't leave out the two-point conversion as Dana Holgerson was going for the win the whole way. 
The late touchdown and two-point conversion certainly keeps West Virginia alive as they are in the race for the college football playoff out of the Big 12. I remember telling people in the offseason that this is one of the teams you have to consider as a dark horse for the college football playoff, and it still holds true today. But the road will continue to be difficult for West Virginia. There's no way you can call them an elite team. But they do have an elite quarterback with Will Greer. They've got talented wide receivers and can score with just about anyone. But it's the defensive side of the ball that is a concern. And the remainder of the schedule shows a home game against TCU this week, which they should win. And then I think two much more difficult games to close out in the year. One at Oklahoma State and a home game against Oklahoma. But if this team can win those three games and sit at 10-1, and remember they had the NC State game canceled earlier in the season, and then go on to the Big 12 championship game and win that, you could be looking at West Virginia making an appearance with some of the big elite teams in college football in the playoff. And now, that's all the time I have for this episode of the podcast, but as I do each week, I have to thank each and every one of you for listening to the show as you've been helping it grow since the very beginning of the college football season. I can't wait to see where this thing goes, and I can't wait to see more college football this weekend. For now, I'm Thomas Black, and you've been listening to The Blackout. Blackout.